This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by TaylorMade. Try the all-new Tour Response, a tour-quality urethane ball that doesn't cost as much as a ball played on tour, only from TaylorMade. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to learn more. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully. Uh, good morning, Toronto, Canada, Golf Talk Canada, live on location, Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke on a Monday, whether you're listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, whether you're listening to us on TSN 1050, tsn.ca, it is good to be here. The gang's all here. And boys, this place is jammed already. Everybody's in here already. Unbelievable. We've got our friends from uh, TaylorMade, Golfway Tours, Pick the Mahoney crew over here. It's, I mean, everybody's in the house, and we're going we're gonna to get to it today. We've got a busy show. Of course, we're here in support of the Daily uh, Bread Food Bank as well. So uh, we're here for a good cause, not just celebrating the opening of the, I guess, winter indoor golf season. Toronto Hunt Bob officially closed yesterday, so our timing's good. Is Weston still open? Uh, it is. I think it's, um, I played on Friday, and the uh, green covers were, were suspiciously being placed right beside the greens. They weren't on there yet, so I think it's the, the end is nigh, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> and stalls. Yeah, what baby, about baby closed yesterday, yesterday Sunday. Yesterday. I got two rounds in last weekend. Four-hour frost delay. Had to deal with that. Some layers on. You know what's amazing? I think I played more in November this year than I did in May. <laughs> because we were That's open more a statement tonight. on our schedule, Bob. That's <laughs> what that is on anything else. That's more a statement on our schedule. Uh, we are giving away some tailor-made MG3 wedges. We are giving away some tailor-made hats. Come out, some fun, participate. We're trying to get a number past Adam Scully on the board. And i got to tell you right now, the early number on the board for Adam Scully is 300 and 36 yards i pretty sure i think i saw a tear in the sleeve of his adidas golf shirt like almost like 1970s incredible hulk you know <laughs> ripping the shirt off <laughs> ripping the shirt some bill bixby action you have no idea what we're talking about do you scott he does have a right he does have head. a green tinge to him <laughs> <You can see laughs> that. Yeah, i was gonna say 336 yards is the number to be but just come out participate have some fun if you bring uh, three non-perishable food items, you get automatic $5 off your first hour at uh, Swing Golf Lounge. Uh, you have some hats for sale, some ball markers uh, for sale. We're trying to support a good cause. Come out, have some fun. And this place is awesome. I know we're going to have Keith Jolly on, who is uh, co-owner and operator of uh, this family-run business, which is awesome. So I know he's going to come on with us. But it's just, uh, it's just uh, kind of a cool place to just come hang and watch some golf. I wasn't expecting this many people to be here right yeah. at 9 o'clock or no, 10 o'clock on a Monday morning. It's ready to go. rammed here. It's, our first it's great. Yes, this is our first live studio 19? audience since last Festivus. This yeah. is unbelievable. So anyway, we've got lots to get to today. We're going to jump into it. TJ Rule from Golfway Tour is also going to jump in with us uh, on Golf Talk Canada because travel has reopened, and I've been watching TJ's Instagram handle and just jealous of all the cool places he's been. And hit him, Adam, him and Adam are on their way to Spain as well. So we got, I want to hear about that. So we're going to get into it today, but we've got tons that's happened the last two weeks uh, since we have been live. So let's get to some news and headlines. News and headlines are brought to you by Sandbagger Hard Seltzer. Sandbagger, everybody knows one. DP World Tour, Bob. Huge deal. How many words? Like 200 million? Yeah, it's going to be like every event's going to be a $2 million tournament. Um, the Euro, it's the European Tours now that 
going to be known as a DP World Tour. And, it, you know, everyone's sort of saying, well, you sell your name or your title tour. People might forget that the uh, European Tour used to be known as the Volvo Tour. That's right. Back in the day. So it's not a new thing. But this is, I think, something that uh, the European Tour needed perhaps in a number of different ways bottom line is being probably the biggest one right but it elevates it it makes it a little more consistent um gives some some of the players there who are uh, back and forth maybe a little more reason to stay over there or play the tour and the european tour is a misnomer anyway right i mean the majority of their tournaments are not played in europe they're played all over the mm -hmm. over the world asia and australia mm -hmm. they have it is a world everywhere. tour. So it, it really is. It's a bit, bit more, um, of a more of a fitting title. Right. And now we have four or five joint events uh, with the PGA Tour, with the new schedule. Scottish Open comes to mind as a new one that'll be, you know, joint in terms of PGA Tour as well as uh, European Tour. Um, it's interesting to me. Obviously, this is huge recovery for them in terms of uh, in terms of what has happened since COVID, etc. How much of this is defense? you think, from PGL, LIV, Live, whatever we're calling it, how much of this is like was is re, was reactionary? You think this has been in the works for a long time, or is this is something that hey, we got to figure something out here? Well, I think it, I don't think it happened overnight for sure, but I think it is a it's definitely defense. I mean, we're seeing a lot of that from the PGA Tour as well, and I think the PGA Tour and the European Tour or the DP World Tour, whatever you want to call it, now have joined forces. They're kind of in cahoots to a certain a level. And I think they're obviously trying to strengthen, uh, make it more attractive for their players not to leave and go to other tours. We'll, we'll see what happens if those other tours actually <laughs> if come have, off the if ground or not. Actually happen. But I think obviously it's it's a good reason for, for the European tour, which there were lots of rumors about the financial status of that tour uh, through COVID and stuff. So I think this is just a, a bottom line battle more than anything. All right. Uh, on, those, on the heels of that PGL hiring executives left, right, and center. And then Slugger White, who has just retired from the PGA Tour, uh, joins, uh, are, we, are we, have we decided that this Liv. is Liv? It's Liv. It's Liv. I, I don't even want to, you know, you know what I, you know how I feel about this. It's been quite clear. But on the heels of all this, it seems like they're almost stacking up their executive team uh, instead of stacking up talent that's actually going to hit a golf ball. Well, yeah, you can have all the executives you want, but if you don't have the top players, then this is going to be uh, just a dead fish. And it's, I mean, it's Greg Norman, it's big name, he's got a couple of I other... I love dead fish, Greg Norman. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Is that intentional? Shark. That's good. No. <laughs> um, so there's a few, a few things going on there where uh, a lot of the players, unless they get players, and we'll see what happens, you know, what the rumors are, if they're true or not. Um, but I think um, I think they've got some talent on the top end in the C-suite, you might want to call it. Yeah. Some uh, past player PGA Tour execs, uh, Augusta National execs. So there are some some smart people behind this right now. But we'll, again, it comes down to whether the, they've got the players. At the end of the day, this again, we were, you know just before we went live this morning, we were talking about this, uh, and it was like. You know, who leaves their legacy behind to go play for this boatload of dough? And now the rumor uh, gets released this week uh, that by 2023, possibly 2024, that the PGA Tour may have eight to ten team-like events, huge purses for the best players in the world, likely post-FedEx Cup handout. Again, is that a reinvention of their fall series? Is that in competition with their fall series? Is this just a bad rumor? How much of this is reactionary? I don't know. We don't really know a lot, but I don't know where you put all these golf events. That's the one thing. I mean, to me, what this says, the fact that, and we should point out, this is this has not been confirmed by no, the PGA Tour, but a pretty good source in Eamon Lynch, uh, who's, who's as dialed in as anybody is at the moment. It does speak to the fact that maybe there's some more 
to the fact that they're fighting over these players. Like, why would the PGA Tour come out with this tour or this rumored tour if they weren't worried about losing players, right? So 100%. there could be something to it. But again, it does create an almost competition within yourself if you're going to have uh, if you're going to have um, tour events running at the same time as the fall series, right. these specialized team tour events with limited fields. Uh, who knows how they're going to put it all together? The skulls. Does does the what makes most sense here to me? Okay, we have talked about how European Tour now DP World Tour, and the PGA Tour are going to work more in conjunction with one another to create a stronger alliance and create a stronger World Tour. Okay, so if if this is the case, what makes sense to me is an, a, a realignment of what the existing race to Dubai is because you can't do that in head-to-head competition against team events. And this, to me, is a perfect opportunity to to truly marry these two tours. If they if they if they can get their race to Dubai out of the way, or whatever they're going to call that in in the near future, race to the DP World Tour Championship, race to the FedEx Cup, park those, put them aside, and and then do a joint DP World Tour PGA Tour team event thing that happens later on in the year which is just really a, an obnoxious cash grab is what it sounds like but if you're talking about scheduling hey I'm not complaining it, it's more great stuff for us but I mean you know does it make sense there and at any point do they spoil at any point does a golf fan say you know what this is too much. Do you think, that, is, is, or do the golf fan, do they just want to see DJ and Kepka and all the best players in the world go toe-to-toe I mean, and they don't the care? The golf fans I speak to say it's already too much because golf's going on every week. Like starting after this week on the PGA Tour, there's what, six-week break aside from the much-anticipated Kepka DeChambeau match or the Hero World Challenge, some of the, you know, hit and giggle events, if you will. I, I, Jark Cheeto exactly, is in there. That sort of thing. So it's it's a fascinating thing. I'm curious what, what comes out of this, but I think it still might be a little too much. Like, that's why people love the NFL. You love the NFL because there's a five-month yeah. break every Sunday. It's my favorite team exactly. sport in the world. And maybe golf needs something like this. But, you know, like you said, you can play golf year-round in different parts of the world. So uh, I'm curious what comes of this for sure. It's going to be interesting. And, you know, some of the events that we're seeing now in the fall, too, you, you know how hard it is to put a, a field together. And I think this just adds another layer of difficulty for those sponsors who are cutting huge checks to say, hey, the PGA Tour is coming to town. And then someone shows up and they don't recognize the field. It's, it's a challenging situation. Uh, how surprised were you to see John Rahm pull the plug on his season, not going to go and try to be basically the European Tour Player of the Year? Is this just a reaction to the rough year he's had with... You know, the COVID, I mean, it's been a tough go for John Rahm, even though he is a major champion in world number one. I was surprised. I honestly wasn't too surprised. Only So he did a, a podcast appearance a couple of weeks ago, and he said he was fried. Like, he was playing at Valderrama, which I'm heading to very shortly. And we'll get into. We'll get into. But he said, like, he went to go, you know, pull a club out, and his brain went blank. He just had nothing left in the tank. And this is a guy who obviously, you know, has been through a lot this year uh, with COVID, obviously, have a welcoming a child into the world, major champion. He just needs some time to decompress. And I wasn't too surprised by this personally. I mean, he'll have many more chances, you would think, to go on this kind of run. But that's what I think. What are you, Bob? Bob, Bob, 28 uh, years, by the way. I've been p- pulling a club and the brain's been go- going blank for 28 years. I didn't realize I was supposed to quit. I, my brain goes off when I park my car in the lot at Weston. But it, um, I, think, I think the other big factor for him is uh, the baby. First time father, and he's absolutely loving it. As he told us out at the U.S. Open before we were, just before we were doing the interview, he just he can't get enough of, of seeing his son. And he said, one of the quotes he said was he's had 
he's never looked more forward to not picking up a golf club than right now. So give him a break. He'll come back refreshed and uh, away to go. Well, he will likely end the world at world, uh, at world number one. You know, unless Colin Morikawa does something crazy in events that uh, they hand out official world golf rank, ranking points. And there's just still some time left in the calendar year. Morikawa wins DP World Tour. Morikawa wins Hero World Hero. Challenge. Has a ton of uh, world ranking points. So, so it's not a done deal that the calendar closes at, at, and he's at number one. It's likely, but not but not a done deal uh speaking of a guy that was in our poll question from a few weeks ago that was in the other category when we asked our audience who was going to be world number one this time next year in fact the question was when we hand out the fedex cup next year who's going to be world number one john rom dustin johnson colin morikawa or other and the other got a spike and the reason it got a spike is we asked that question a week after rory mcelroy won on the pga tour and uh rory mcelroy uh does the old splits with uh, P. Cowan, uh, and were you surprised? I don't want to say surprised, Bob, but the, the way that that uh, Rory kind of detailed the relationship after uh, they made the public announcement, he kind of made it sound like this was something I did, or certainly it was. It started leaning in that direction because I couldn't, I couldn't travel, I couldn't get home. COVID forced me to get a new set of eyes, a new set of ears, etc. When when it happened, when the when the the marriage first started, it, it wasn't positioned that way. The exit is certainly being positioned that way. Yeah, I think there's also something to the fact that Rory, in the last little while, has sort of said to himself, you know, maybe he's just been going down too many different roads. So this is to me a uh, a sign that he's going to go back to kind of you know the old dance with who brung you. Yep. This is the guy I've been working with. This is the guy who got me the major wins. This is the guy who got me to point. Maybe I should just stop listening to 400 different voices or one extra voice, and maybe I just need to focus and make it simplify things a little bit more. So I think there's, um, it, it does, though, kind of reek of this guy still looking for some kind of a solution to what's going on. I just wish he listened to us. Just work on your wedges. Let's get on with it. Work on your wedges. Let's go. We're at the Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke. Come out and see us. We've got uh, the bays are full. All the friends are here. We've got uh, TaylorMade handing out some hats. We've got uh, MG3 wedges. 336 is the number on the board from Adam Scully. I don't know. Can somebody get out up, there, come out and, and take a shot at, at this 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 ridiculous ball speed <laughs> we're seeing seeing here? But we're going to give away these wedges regardless, and it's all for a great cause. Uh, Daily Bread Food Bank, uh, come out, support it. We're here, Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke. On the other side, uh, Bob had a chance to speak with uh, Brooke Henderson last week uh, about the year that was. We'll hear from Brooke coming up next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was presented by TaylorMade. Try the all-new Tour Response, a tour-quality urethane ball that doesn't cost as much as a ball played on tour, only from TaylorMade. Visit taylormadegolf.ca to learn more. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by smartgolfdeals.com. The smartest way to shop for golf. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. We're at the Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke. Come on out. Taylor made here. We're giving away some MG3 wedges. Adam just got up off the couch, and he is chugging some water, and he's going to see if he can beat his own 336, which... Uh, now, Adam, you're not winning these wedges. I'm just giving you a heads up on that right now. We're giving away these wedges. There's the ring of the bell here at the Swing Golf Lounge. That means Adam has uh, outdriven himself once again. Probably going to tear a bicep or a peck at some point. He is doing some stretching here. 
here today. All right, Brooke Henderson with a T5 finish this weekend on the LPGA Tour. But last week, before she pegged it up, Bob had the opportunity to speak with Brooke on the year that was. Let's hear from Brooke Henderson. All right, Brooke Henderson, you have had uh, pretty much a month off now, I think, since your last uh, golf tournament. What's been on the schedule? What have you been doing? How much time has been devoted to golf and how much time has been devoted to having fun? It's actually been really nice to have uh, this long of a break. You know, right after I finished in New Jersey, I flew back home to Canada um, and it was wonderful to see my parents again and my family. And I was able to put in quite a bit of work with my dad um, on my game, which is also very exciting. And I feel like we made big gains. So I'm looking forward to teeing it back up the next two weeks. Okay. So I've seen a little bit on social media of Brooke doing some stuff other than golfing, riding horses. Uh, I also saw you signing your autograph on a Toronto Maple Leafs hat. I won't uh, say anything about that, but, but how much uh, of um, that kind of stuff, how much of the non-golf stuff now is kind of fun? Because normally for the last, I don't know, most of your career, you've sort of been hundred percent golf, at least uh, for most of the season. How nice is it to have a little bit of a break and, and how much do you think that might help your game? Um, yeah, for sure. It's, I feel like I'm at a place right now where I can enjoy some other things, um, which is really cool. And you mentioned horseback riding. Um, I love it. I'm trying to get better at it. Um, but I just love being around the horses and it's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to take advantage of it as much as I can. And, um, you know, just, yeah, trying to enjoy, um, this game has given me so much and so many opportunities. So trying to enjoy some of the connections that I've made through the game and, you know, when, hopefully when COVID is a little bit less in the future, you know, get back to traveling and sightseeing um, things I love to do. Uh, all right. Well, how would you sum up the season so far? You got a win, you got six top tens, uh, you're fourth in greens in regulation. I mean, there's a lot of really good numbers to, to add up here. I think you've been in the top 25 and all five major championships. So how would you analyze it? Um, yeah, you know, maybe it hasn't been my best year out, out on tour, but it's definitely been successful. Um, and it's really Awesome to know that even when I haven't been at my best, I was able to grind it out, especially there in the middle of the summer. And I was going through a lot of uh, swing things and, you know, things weren't perfect, but I was able to grind it out and, you know, working with my sister and my dad back home, uh, you know, we were able to find success and, and get some top finishes. And I feel like now I've kind of turned a corner and my game is uh, feeling better and I'm more confident, um, which is always a good thing for me. And so hopefully, you know, finish the rest of the season um, off in style. i got two great events left and the final event of the year, it's always an honor to be invited to um, and have a amazing opportunity to win a lot of money. So hopefully things go well. Winning a lot of money is always fun. Um, how do you think you're held to a little bit of a higher standard? I mean, a win and six top tens, if I gave that to almost any other Canadian golfer, uh, that would be like, um, you know, a career season. And yet for you, you're sort of saying, well, it was sort of a mediocre season. And a lot, I read a lot of the social media and people seem to have the perfect answer for what's ailing you at the moment. <laughs> and I'm sure you see those as well, but do you think you are put to a little bit of a higher standard because you have been so successful? Um, you know, the last, I guess, six years I've been out on tour, I've played, um, very well. Um, and I've always had a very high ranking and, you know, I've been in contention a lot. So even for myself, you know, I feel like I have very high expectations and, and big goals. And, um, I think with the game of golf, you have to remember, you have to be patient and there's going to be ups and downs. And if this was a down year, then I'll t definitely take it. And I look forward to, uh, many more ups, uh, coming in the future. Okay, I've got this magic wand here, and I'm going to wave it over you, and I'm going to give you one superpower in your golf game that you would like to have that you don't have currently. What would it be? 
I think to put like in B Park, I was reading that <laughs> earlier about her and it's pretty crazy. Um, you know, how talented she is from within 20 feet. So I think maybe I need to spend some more time with her. <laughs> I heard Shirley Spork gave you a little lesson, 94 year old, one of the founders of the LPGA tour. She sought you out just to give you a lesson. She's might be one of those. I'm not, I don't know if she's on social media, but she's one of those people who really wants to try and help you. Right. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Shirley, she's always been very special to me. Um, when I first met her, in 2016 and you know to have a founder of the lpj tour uh come up and talk to you and give you a lesson is, is pretty neat um so hopefully i can take some of the things she taught me but yes yeah, she she blessed my putter gave it a name so i'm waiting for it to kick in but i think anytime now <laughs> i know you yeah i know you won't reveal the name right now but will you reveal it if uh, if something special happens for sure. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Well, we'll mark that down. Uh, you mentioned it, two events to go, um, the Pelican and then the CME, of course, two big events. How important is it for you to finish the season on a high note? Um, yeah, I would, I would love it. You know, I guess about a month ago, I finished T2 uh, in New Jersey and that was awesome, you know, to be back in contention and to have the adrenaline down those final stretch of holes and, you know, really have a chance to win was a lot of fun for both Brit and I, and, you know, it really got things back and gave us a lot of confidence moving forward. So hopefully these next two weeks I can, you know, play some solid golf and get right back in there um, in the hunt on the weekend. Cause that's really what it's all about. And, and what a cool job to be able to compete against the best in the world and have a chance to win a lot of money. All right. Good luck in those last two weeks. We'll be watching. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby. Oh, Bobby. Always nice to hear you and Brooke get reconnected. You Bobby, I love that. I can't get enough of when Brooke calls uh, Bob Bobby. I absolutely love that. Okay, good luck to Brooke. Hopefully she can grab uh, end of season win, playing well. Numbers are supporting it. Things are looking good. Speaking of numbers supporting it, we just heard the bell ring. Adam Scully's got his 336 up to 340, and we've got someone in the bay looking to challenge the 340 number here at the Swing Golf Lounge. We've got some stretches, some calisthenics going. Uh, very, very exciting. On the other side, Keith Jolly going to join us here from the Swing Golf Lounge. We're going to uh, get it right back. Come on out. We're on location. Grab some hats. Try to win a wedge. We're here for the Daily Bread Food Bank. All for a good cause. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada on location, live Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke, whether you're listening this morning on TSN 1050.ca, iHeartRadio app. The gang is all here. We're giving away some MG3 wedges. We're giving away some tailor-made hats. We're having a ton of fun. TJ Rule from Golfway Tour is going to swing by as the world is reopened. I've been following TJ's Instagram handle, just jealous of all the places he's been in the last couple of weeks. So we'll get into that in hour two and some announcements. 340, the number on the board, Bob. That's uh, that's a uh, drive and a seven iron for me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not just at the Swing Golf Lounge uh, to celebrate the start of indoor golf season, which is a, se a, a real segment in the Canadian golf market that is on the upswing because, uh, you know, Canada has some of the most passionate golfers in the world. And per capita, uh, you know, nobody can beat us. And unfortunately, it is, if you're just going to be outside, it could be a short season. But the 
that share that marketplace of indoor golf is on the upswing. And this swing golf lounge is likely the nicest one I've ever been in. And it's just a cool place to come and just even hang and watch golf. We've got a great bar, beautiful TVs on the wall, state of the art bays. These bays are, are magnificent. You can come play, you can come practice. We've got a PGA of Canada professional here. If you just want to get better and take lessons and it's a family affair. And one of the uh, operators and owners, Keith Jolly, joining us now. And Keith, we're here for a good cause today with the Daily Bread Food Bank, and we're going to get into that, and we're going to welcome in Neil here momentarily. But before we get to that, uh, for people living in the West End and for people who not, you know, experience the Swing Golf Lounge, first of all, tell us about the family affair, family-run business, which is great, and tell us what makes, you know, Swing Golf Lounge special. Well, thanks, Mark. Um, so firstly, um, good morning, Canada. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's a family business, actually the inspiration of uh, my wife, Christine, uh, a few years ago. We opened in October 2018, and uh, since then, um, we've seen the indoor uh, golf business grow, and uh, it's booming now as it is outside, and uh, we're looking forward to a really strong uh, winter season after being closed for, for some time. And uh, yeah, we've got a great team here. Um, our customers, you know, enjoy practicing. They enjoy, uh, you know, improving their golf, having great food and drink, listening to a little music later on in the evening. And uh, you know, the place is buzzing. And uh, yeah, even today, I mean, it's great to have you guys in. And uh, you know, we're grateful for that. And um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, just a fun place to be. And as you say, uh, it's particularly relevant in, in the Canadian golf scene where the weather gets in the way a little bit. Um, but anyway, as I mentioned, um, yeah, we did experience some time close due to COVID and we realized that uh, some people were struggling out there. So uh, we connected with the Daily Bread Food Bank here in Sodaco to see what we could do. And uh, right next to me here, I have uh, Neil Hetherington, their CEO. And uh, I think he'd just like to say a few words about uh, good work that they do. 100%, Neil, uh, jump in with us here. Uh, just talk a little bit about the relationship with the Swing Golf Lounge. I know we're doing the uh, bring three uh, uh, non-perishable food items, and we're giving $5 off first hour, and that's going to extend well past today. We've got other activations with the great hat, the ball marker, but talk to us a little bit about the relationship and, and, and what it's, uh, what it's, how great it's been. I think this is a wonderful outward expression of care for community, really. Um, you know, if you think about uh, community coming in during the winter and uh, getting getting good at golf, um, there's a whole host of individuals who are experiencing poverty who don't have that that option. And so for us to reflect back and say, you know, how can we uh, lend a hand? Uh, the Daily Bread Food Bank and food banks all across the country uh, are, uh, are certainly in need, and, uh, and we're no uh, exception to that. We released a report today uh, called Who's Hungry? And uh, the number of people who were coming to food banks this past year increased from 1 million to 1.5 million just in Toronto. And uh, there were 1.5 million client visits. And in a city as wonderful as ours is, that just shouldn't be the case. And so, uh, and so while there is time to, to build back and, and build businesses and small businesses like this and make sure that they are healthy and thriving, there's also uh, a segment of the population that um, have, have really been hurt during the pandemic that we need to just reach out to and make sure that their food needs are met now. Um, but at the same time, we look at some of the systemic causes why that's happening and, and start to change them. Volunteer the Daily Bread Food Bank, because we were just discussing Neil beforehand. How much? Uh, how much can you use volunteers? How much help can you use to to get this uh, program out to the people who need it? 
Well, during the pandemic, we were faced with a, a, a double problem where the, the need was escalating so dramatically, but we had to, like so many other businesses, we had to uh, reduce the number of volunteers coming in uh, by actually five, six. Um, so we went from about 120 down to 20 uh, volunteers a day. That number is starting to increase again as we start to safely open back up. But what sustained us was the community coming together, uh, providing food, providing donations so that we could buy food, and uh, and we were able to meet the need that is out in the community. Um, and the need is dramatic. You know, in that report that I mentioned earlier, uh, the average food bank user, after paying for the rent, has, has about $9 a day to survive on. And, uh, and and nobody can get by on $9.17 a day to, uh, to get by. So... Uh, you know, there's a there's a huge need, and that's the uh, the difficult news. The hopeful news, though, is that there's community leaders um, like Swing here, who are who are saying, you know, I want to make a difference, and they're they're taking a leadership position in Etobicoke here, and it's really nice to be part of it. Uh, you know, which one of you gentlemen want to walk us through these activations here, uh, because that's a great looking hat. And I know there's a ball marker as well. And, you know, like, if, if you listen to Golf Talk Canada or watch Golf Talk Canada, which I'm sure every single human being in the country does, Bob, it's obvious, you know that the first good decision on the, in the, on the golf course starts in the closet. And that is a good-looking hat. So uh, let us uh, tell us a little bit about this activation, Keith. So um, our Swing Golf Lounge hats are branded also with the Daily Bread Food Bank. They sell $30. And $15 of that goes to Daily Bread, and with that, they can provide 15 meals uh, in the local uh, community. Um, and similarly, our um, golf ball markers, they look a little bit like crypto. Um, <laughs> they sell for $20, and um, they also provide $15 to the Daily Bread Food Bank. Uh, so we're hoping that our customers and others um, either visiting us or even call us, and we can mail them out to you. Um, but so we're, we're hoping that that campaign goes strongly uh, over this winter season. It, it will run throughout the winter? This well, plenty of hats and we can get more. And uh, the coins, though, I will say, are limited to 250, just like Bitcoin. Um, there can only be 250 in this design. So if you want one, please, uh, please do come on in or give us a call and we'll uh, mail them out to you. Back to the Swing Golf Lounge for just a second. The beauty of radio is that you use it in your mind, but you don't see anything. Walk me through exactly what people would see when they come in here. So as you walk in the door, you'll see a beautiful mural uh, by our putting green, which is a uh, sunset um, in Portugal, a course called Pinhal. Um, and that photograph was taken um, by a uh, very well-known uh, golf photographer, um, uh, Kevin Murray. Um, and. Um, yeah, as you walk in, we've got uh, the bar on the left-hand side. Um, it's you know, rather elegant, and uh, we like it a lot. And uh, that's our mission control from which we can see all six golf bays here, uh, which are along the other side of the building. And, um, yeah, from there, we're um, looking after our customers. Uh, we help them out in terms of, you know, their golf. We've got two PGA golf professionals here. Um, we're serving them food and drink. And people can enjoy golf here um, in the way that they want to, either for practicing, developing their golf, or for coming in with friends, playing a simulated golf course, and just having fun. Well, it's like to say, it's, a, it's a, a absolutely beautiful facility. It's fantastic. You got all the boxes checked, but I also want to give you hats off, uh, Keith, because in my opinion, not, not, you know, which I'm not never sure to give, uh, your industry got a bit of a raw deal in, in my opinion. And, and, 
and for you to come out the other side of this and still be aware to be a community leader and work with Neil, I think says a lot about you and your family and, and, and the Swing Golf Lounge. So well done and Appreciate come out, support this business. Uh, it's a great place. Don't put your golf clubs away. Come out, practice. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we got some crystal sitting in front of us here. And I know this crystal was one, I believe it was yesterday. Friday, Friday uh, some local clubs. We're going to run through the clubs and the superintendent staff that came out and competed for this crystal hardware. And we have a champion. I think the champion's in the, is the champion in the room with us? Yeah, the superintendent is, uh, is right here behind me, ready to uh, pick up the truck. All right, so we're going to do that on the other side. We're going to hand out some hardware. We're at the Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Zakino Week, Scully live on location, Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke in support of the Daily Bread Food Bank. Come on out. We're giving away some hats. We're giving away some wedges. Scully's got 340 on the board, but we're still giving away these wedges regardless, Bob. That, that number's absurd. Well, yeah, we should maybe like closest to the pin or something. Or <laughs> I don't know what we do. Keith Jolly, who is the uh, co-owner and operator family business here, this wonderful facility in Etobicoke, still with us. Keith, um, I, I want to get to your cycling uh, project as well, because those are some pretty cool jerseys. I know you got a lot going on with it but yesterday you had an event event here uh uh, you got team teams of super uh, attendants from golf clubs in the area came out and participated for this this crystal in front of us so walk us through uh who who participated who was here and uh let's hand out this uh trophy here to the uh the winning sure so we had uh green staff teams over from markland wood from islington from western st george's uh lakeview and who am, I, who am I missing, John? Oh, that would be Mississauga. Oh, Mississauga! Yeah. Mississauga! <laughs> of course, yeah, I did that intentionally. Um, anyway, so um, it was a well-fought battle um, across the fairways of Medina, and uh, Mississauga Greenstaff uh, won the trophy. So I'm uh, grateful if uh, Bob, you could grab that, that trophy there. You know, Keith, he normally charges seventy five hundred for <laughs> Well, hard earned, I'm sure. So it uh, certainly was, yeah. John can say something? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, Keith, thanks to you and Christine for you know, for kind of shining a bit of a light on on the turf maintenance teams from the West End, uh, who are often, you know, working in the background and don't get to come out and, and play in events like this. So thanks very much. Uh, I was really just along for the ride. It was our three young guys, Curtis Hartley, Ken Malcolmson, and James Fry, who really, uh, who really deserve to be here. They're back at the club working today. so but, Fantastic. Yeah. Well, we, we thoroughly enjoyed hosting it, and uh, we're hoping to do the same thing again next year. And uh, those golf courses uh, don't look after themselves. There's lots of people out there very early. Those are some wonderful facilities you you listed out here in in the West End, and that's great. Congratulations. And Bob and I, we we ride the young guy, too. He's over there right now. So, uh, yeah, we have three party. Congratulations. Thanks very much, guys. Yeah, thanks. All right, right, uh, Keith, uh, we're winding up hour one here. Uh, 
this cycling jersey. When you and I spoke about, I guess it was two months ago now, you were really excited about this. You picked up cycling. You know, it's funny the silver linings that we have found in the last 18 months or so. Um, one of them being how easy it is for you and I and Adam to be out here to support a day like this. This couldn't have happened uh, pre, pre-COVID as easy as it is. You found cycling. Um, I mean, I think much like uh, golf being something that we could do outdoors uh, during the summer, I found cycling and um, um, I uh, connected with a golf friend of mine um, and we did the Ride to Conquer Cancer um, uh, back in August, it was delayed from June. And uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed uh, the cycling. It's um, sometimes a little frustrating, less frustrating than golf to the extent that you just paddle and you get better. And, um, you know, there's not so many ups and downs, but yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. And so I thought, well, maybe we can uh, build a team of cycling golfers for the Ride to Conquer Cancer 2022. So uh, that's what we're doing. And uh, we've got a couple of team members already. We've got beautiful shirts and uh, that's all on our website and uh, we've got some very nice uh, incentives for people to join our team so uh, if people take a look on the website they'll uh, read a little bit more about that awesome swinggolflounge.ca swinggolflounge.ca is the website uh, which we should give the the call to action if you're out there in the car you're listening to us today whatever and you're thinking of uh, hey i need to hit some golf balls i need to get better i just want to have some fun swinggolflounge.ca out here in etobicoke great facility as soon as you walk in you see uh, a great putting green, then the bays, bar to your left, TVs. It's a it's a fantastic establishment. Keith, before we uh, wind up and let you go, what is uh, obviously Daily uh, Bread Food Bank? You know, we're going to drive that through the winter. We've talked about cycling, handing out some hardware. Any other highlights for the winter we should keep our eye on? League, league nights, lessons. What's what's on the radar as we approach the holiday season? What um, are two PGA Tour, uh, PGA, Tour PGA professionals uh, teaching here? Uh, and they do a great, great job with that. Um, we do have a women's and a men's league running now, a full league, and then we're going to be restarting that again in January uh, through to around Masters time. Um, so that's the main thing that's going on uh, through this season. Uh, but you know, we want to you know, still feature Daily Bread really strongly uh, throughout everything we do, both this season and going forward. Come in, like first of all, we should tell them we're saying it's in the West End, but it's hard by Sherway Gardens. Correct. Um, very close. You could walk there, I guess, if you were, or cycle there if you wanted to. <laughs> and, uh, but what about just? Can I just walk in here and get a bay, or should I book a, a spot, or how does that work? That's a very good point, actually. Yeah, we do. Um, we are operating on a, on a booking basis this season. Um, just being mindful of you know the, the conditions. Um, so yeah, please book online. You can also call us, and we can book you in that way. Um, but then come on in, and then when you get in the golf bays, it's masks off, and life pretty much is normal uh, once you're in your golf bay. And we should mention, too, the kitchen here is great. Food is great. We're going to have lunch immediately following the show. Uh, and I'm looking at these screens of the bar. I'm guessing NFL Sundays are pretty fun in here in the winter. Absolutely. Uh, we've got uh, four TV channels, so we can have TSN on one and other stuff on the other. Keith, thanks so much for having us uh, and coming on and, uh, and, and just uh, supporting a great cause and, and, and driving, uh, maybe leading the way back to normal a little bit out here, which is great. So, Thanks again. And thank you to you guys for coming in. Um, it's a ton of fun having you here. And, uh, yeah, just very grateful. Thank you. We're not going anywhere. We're here for another hour. We're on the air till noon. And this is a great segue because one industry on its way back, indoor golf, 
Swing Golf Lounge leading the way. Another, another industry emerging from the ashes, as we say, like a phoenix rising to the sun, TJ Rule, Golfway Tours. People are traveling again. I just got back from Las Vegas, saw your favorite band, Bob. Rolling Stones, baby. Keith, like, I don't know. Like, uh, maybe you and Mick are on the same training program. You guys are both going on 30 <laughs> somehow. I don't know how, but uh, Keith, not Keith, uh, Mick, Mick, back and forth across the stage. You're 78 years old. You're much younger than that. Both of you are way younger than your actual number, is my point. I don't know what syrup they're drinking or whatever they've done. I certainly missed this invitation because I'm feeling the other way. But on the other side, TJ Rule, Golfway Tours, is going to be around because he's been in Wales. He's been in Casa de Campo. He's on his way to Spain. We've gotten good news from people who have booked Ireland golf trips for next year. Yours truly. Uh, and I'm a mixer, uh, so I was a little concerned about the current vaccine state of mixing vaccines and what countries you could go to and whatnot. And, and like my drinking habits, I'm a vaccine mixer as well. So like, it's just funny how all these things. So, so there's good news there. We're going to get into it on, on the other side. Uh, do you have, before we kind of end our simulation conversation today, do you have an indoor plan? For the winter or are you going to take some time like no i'm going to i'm going to go full bore i mean we're lucky at west and we have an indoor facility there as some clubs do but i'm going to come out here because i've seen this i think i'm going to this is going to be where i'm going to bring some buddies who aren't members at west and come out here and, and this is close for you very right, close very close for me but uh, yeah i have an indoor and i've signed up for the winter and i've got lesson plans with my pro mark linton i'm sure he's just twitching when he hears that he's got, i've got to try and figure things out but yeah i think indoor golf is great i mean it's great so many facilities like this are opening none better than this of course but uh but i do i do think that uh it as you said it extends the season linton's just saying right now do not attach me to those results <laughs> yeah, exactly. i do not want to keep thanks again swinggolflounge.ca we're here for another hour come out they're here all winter we're gonna try to outdrive adam scully 340 on the board we're still giving away tailor-made mg3 wedges we got tailor-made lids to give away bring uh, three non-perishable food items get five dollars off your first hour in a bay throughout the window we got lids we got cryptocurrency ball marks we got there's plenty of ways to get involved. Come out, give us a shout, say hello. On the other side, TJ Rule from Golfway Tours. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Thank you for listening to Hour 1 of GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television, weekly on the TSN Television Network. This is Hour 2 of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully. We are at the Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke by Sherway Garden, swinggolflounge.ca, Golf Talk Canada, live on location. Gang's all here. We should mention that. Our friends at Picton Mahoney Asset Management are out here in a bay pounding away. We just saw the GTA Am Tour come in. We got Golf Away Tours here. 
tailor-made on location here. We're giving away some hats, some MG3 wedges. 340, Bob, is the number still on the board. I feel like uh, Jerry Lewis in the telethon. What's the number on the board right now? That went total. over the head of about three quarters of our audience. But uh, but we do have a contender oh, yeah? uh, in the bay right now laying in some heat at about what? 315? Adam, what's the... 313 is the closest. So we still got 27 yards to go. But if you could just swing a little harder, we might be there. That's that's it, a little harder. All right, good friend of the show, Golf Way Tours, TJ Rule. Uh, TJ, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Uh, because, I wonder why, because the world was shut down. Absolutely. And you're a travel guy. It's been a big quiet. I, I got to tell you, I, like, I've been like jealous of your Instagram. So we're, we're going to do this chronologically because he has been in Wales. Then he was in Casa de Campo. He's going to Spain in a week with our own Adam Scully. Uh, Bob, before we get into this, have you been golfing in Wales, or have you been to Casa, or have you been to Spain? None of the above. I've never been to none of the above. Hard to believe, but none of the above. None? Yeah. Casa is one of my favorite places in the world, which we will get into. But Wales I've never been to. So teach. So walk us through. So you know I'm a huge Ireland guy. Actually... Good announcement. Good announcement. You know I'm excited about this. On the on the mailing list for our friends at Tourism Ireland, Jocelyn sent me the email the other day. Ireland now accepting mixed vaccine doses. So Canadians who have had shot of this, a shot of that, maybe a crown and ginger, whatever it is, you can now land with your negative test in Ireland and your vaccine documents and and go play golf in Ireland as I am doing in July. That is a recent announcement. It's about time, honestly. You know, so many countries have been accepting the mixed vaccines because uh, apparently it's not just us. I always thought we were the first to do the mixed vaccines here in Canada, but a lot of countries are doing it now. And, uh, you know, the, the U.S. started to accept it. Um, the U.K. is accepting it. So I don't know why it took Ireland so long, but finally they have. So now it's not an issue for Canadians going over with mixed. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm next July. Okay, so Bob and I have never been to Wales. And obviously it's a royal... Fourth call? Fourth call is the course that I guess most of us would be familiar with because of its history on the European tour and things of that nature. But I'm really unfamiliar with the rest of Wales. So for our listening audience who might be familiar with you know, Ireland and Scotland, and don't give us what why would someone choose Wales? What would they expect? What were the highlights? Question, and it's, it's a destination that certainly doesn't get the same fanfare, right? And, and for good reason. It doesn't have the depth of golf courses that Ireland and Scotland have. Um, but for value, it, it's an incredible destination. Um, the first time I went to Wales was actually for the Ryder Cup. What was that? 2010, I believe, uh, at Celtic Manor. Uh, we went back. Ron uh, from my office uh, went with me, and we, we went for our uh, international golf travel market, uh, which is our, our big golf travel conference. Um, that uh, had been a couple of years since we'd been there. So it was nice to see people in person again, nice to go to a great destination. And we actually stayed at Celtic Manor. So that's one spot that people will have heard of. Um, you know, a couple of great golf courses there, including the Ryder Cup course, but it's not Lynx golf. So it's not what most Canadians would go over there for. So almost like visiting a Dare Manor or when you're crossing over from Dublin to the West Coast. Exactly. And, you know, great golf courses and a nice resort uh, and decent place to stay. Um, but most people want to play the, the Links golf courses, right? And Royal Port Call, as you mentioned, is, is sort of the crown jewel um, in, in the Welsh uh, the Welsh golf um, 
uh, golf courses. So, uh, Porth Call has hosted uh, the Senior Open. We've been our longer one there. They're hosting another, the uh, the Women's uh, Open Championship, um, in a couple of years. So, so they get a little bit. They're getting a little bit more exposure. But I'm telling you, it was the second time I played it, and it blew me away. It's it's one of the best Lynx golf courses out there. It would compare to a lot of the top courses in Ireland and Scotland. Um, the set of par threes there are spectacular. It's just it's right there, obviously right on the ocean, and um, it you know, has a great feel to it. The the uh, uh, the clubhouse has a great feel to it. It's just a, it's just a really cool spot to go play golf. Back for a minute right now, and and how many places that you would traditionally offer up or try to offer up over the course of the year? Are they all open now? What's the travel like? Is it easier, or are we just sort of getting ourselves back up to full speed? If, if full speed was three years ago, where are we now, 90, 80? That's a good question. I, I mean, we're certainly not at 100. Uh, I'd say, you know, depending on what destination you're talking about, we're, you know, somewhere between 80 and 90, I guess. Uh, a lot of the sort of top destinations that we deal with, whether it's UK, Ireland, Europe, uh, the Dominican, uh, as we'll get into, um, the U.S. So most places are accepting travelers now, uh, accepting our vaccinations. Uh, you don't have to do as much testing. Obviously, everybody still has to get tested to come back into Canada. That's one of the big stumbling blocks is getting a PCR test to come back. Uh, but most countries, and we're going to Spain in a couple of weeks, there's no requirement for vaccinated travelers. There's no requirement to be tested or anything to go there. You can just fly in. So most uh, places that we deal with are like that now. Uh, there are still other destinations like New Zealand and, and Australia and others that are a little bit further behind and, and have stayed a little more isolated. And so uh, travel there is a little more difficult. So it really depends on where you're talking. But uh, most of the destinations we're dealing with, uh, people can travel there pretty easily now. That's a great segue uh, because before we get to Spain, because I want to hear about you and Scully because uh, you're off to Spain and I'm jealous. I have to go to St. Augustine, so I, I, I cannot attend. I'm efforting. I'm efforting. Uh, you know, it's what Bob and I do. We work Why Adam gets all, you know, the free gear and the, and the golf trips and everything. And Bob and I are grinding away, grinding away. Uh, before we get to Spain, you know, people are probably very uh, accustomed to me uh, waving the Casa de Campo banner. Because it is one of my favorite, if not the favorite place in the world to play golf it's definitely my favorite caribbean southern hemisphere destination hands down i uh, you know i love ireland it would be my if you, international kind of links those are my two places basically ireland's and, and casa de campo and then everybody else is next right um sell bob bob's never been to casa de campo so bob's got one week to play golf he wants to go to a southern destination tell bob why casa de campo teach you or Wales either. I mean, I got to sell him on a bunch of different. Uh, different uh, but he's going to. He, he has made a conscious decision. He is going to the Caribbean. He wants warm weather. Why Casa de Campo? I mean, we've been beating the Casa de Campo drum for years on this show, and you know when I've come on as well. And uh, I hadn't been in a few years. Uh, went down with the group this time, and I'll just explain to you what our trip was like, and it'll sell itself. Um, we stayed in villas for one thing, which uh, I hadn't stayed in before. Um, we stayed in a five-bedroom villa. Part of the group stayed in another eight-bedroom villa. We had our own private pool. We had a butler and a maid um, who did, you know, all the work around the house for us. Um, and, you know, would cook us breakfast in the morning and, and look after us. Uh, we had our own, like I said, private pool to hang around at night and the evenings and have some drinks. Um, but beyond that, outside of the villa, the resort, it's 7,000 acres, right? It's not just a resort. It's a town. 
Um, and you've got the golf, you've got the hotel in one end uh, and, and the two of the golf courses that tee off there and then at the very other end of the property, which is probably a, and they give you a golf cart, but it's probably a 25 minute or 30 minute golf cart ride from one end of the resort to the other to get up to the dive for golf course. And up there, then they've got a, a Mediterranean village that they've recreated, Alto Sichabon. Which, oh, by the way, like the first time I was there, I had no idea that this was like a replica village. It looks so real, and I'm like, I'm like, when were the Italians here? <laughs> and it's got great restaurants up there and shopping and everything. And so you've got that. You've got the marina where you got all kinds of shops and some great restaurants and a whole bunch of multi billion dollar yachts down there i don't know if you're both there mark uh, yet but uh, uh they, for some reason they would not would let me park the uh mr turtle pool down there <laughs> and then you got a beach club i mean there's just so much to the resort and you wouldn't get tired of it it's not like going to a typical caribbean resort where the resort is on one property and it's got a beach in front of it and those are beautiful resorts and you've got the inclusive and everything but there's so much flexibility to this golf course to this to this resort and then the three golf courses themselves are very different, right? You've got three distinct golf courses. You've got Teeth of the Dog, which is ranked, you know, top 50, top 60 in the world. has seven holes right along the ocean. Um, great. They're all peak die golf courses, but a great peak die. Uh, then you've got Die Four, which is, you know, a big golf course. And a lot of elevation and vistas down to the marina. Just tough. incredible views. Tough. And tough. It can play tough, right? Especially if it's breezy up on the hill. It can play pretty tough. And the third course even is called the Lynx Golf Course. It's actually the only one that's not on the water, but it's called the Lynx Golf Course. And it's a great course as well. It's, it's definitely the third of the three, and a lot of people don't don't play it when they go, but they should. Um, but it's it's also uh, got some great complexes. It's a great golf course. So you've got a great variety of golf, but then the resort itself, just being able to just hop in your golf cart and boot around the resort and go to different places. And they have skeet shooting there. They have, you know, they have horseback spa, they have horseback riding. They have so much to do. Um, you just, you know... <laughs> You can't go for too long. Now, the only thing that Mrs. Golf Talk Canada loves more than her husband is her son and food. And I got to tell you, it's the best food I have ever had at a Southern... Like, I mean, the variety of restaurants, Bob, and the quality of food. You can do Italian one night. You can do the Mexican up at Alto Chavon another night. Uh, Beach Club, the quality of food. Uh, Mrs. Golf Talk Canada literally eats her way through Casa de Campo. Uh, and it's... it's like you go to these you know the package you go on is an unlimited all-inclusive package and you go to these restaurants and the variety of food you get you always get an appetizer then you get a main course then you get a dessert at every meal so um you certainly don't uh, lose weight when you go there but the food like you said for caribbean resorts it's by far the best i've had and i've talked to people um you know who've been to four seasons resorts and 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 the like, and, and they say that this one has as good a food and better. It's, it's that good. All right, let's. Have we sold you, Bob? So, yeah, so Bob's, is, is it interesting? Yeah, Bob just went for his credit card. I don't know if you guys, <laughs> if you saw that. All right, so Bob and I are not coming to Spain. Uh, you are going to Spain with Adam Scully. Um, Bob and I have never been to Spain. Obviously, I think of Valderrama. I'm sure. Exactly. You do as Beautiful. well, but there's other great golf. I've never been. To, have you ever been to Portugal? In the all I haven't Algarve? either. I haven't been there either. No, I'm. I'm just. I got. To, obviously, I got to travel more. I've only been I to sort of Etobicoke here. I think we're working too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think we are working too much. So, okay, give us the breakdown. What's the itinerary for you and Adam? I know you guys are going to shoot some content for Golf Talk Canada as well while you're over there, and, and grab some content. Uh, you know, I'm hoping to get there in the next few years, one of these days, but. What's the breakdown? And, and why would someone choose Spain 
because I know a lot of the guys that aren't as uh, thick-skinned with their, like, one of the favorite sayings that TJ has that I love, there's no such thing as bad golf weather, there's bad golf gear. You say that all the time. If you go prepared with the right gear, there's no such thing as bad. But, I, you know, there are some snowflakes that I, hand, uh, you know, hang out with that, you know, sometimes some of those days on cliffs in Ireland and Scotland are a little rough for them at times, right? Uh, is, is, that, is, is Spain kind of the natural alternative for that? It sure is, yeah. And that's one of the main reasons people would rather go to Spain than, than Ireland or Scotland is the weather. We had a group a couple of years ago that I went over with. They'd been to um, they'd been to Ireland and Scotland on all their trips previously, and they went down in, in the end of September to, to Spain and got eight days of brilliant sunshine and 26 degrees every day, 28 degrees. And at the end of the trip, they're like, why are we going back to the UK? <laughs> why are we coming here every year? And so, so there's that. It's, it's, um, the area we're going to is the Costa del Sol, uh, the Sunshine Coast, if you will, right? So they get something like 300 and some odd days of, of sunshine a year. Um, and the weather is good right through until, you know, this time of year where it's still, you know, mid to high teens, great golf weather. So that's one thing. That's a selling point. Um, more to uh, your point, Mrs. Golf Talk Canada's point of, of good food. Another another reason to go, where you got you know great Spanish food and wine and you know great culture that way. Um, and then the golf, you know, people will recognize the golf courses, right? Valderrama hosted the '97 uh, Ryder Cup and uh, and, and hosts a, a, a European Tour event every year. Um, you got Finca Cordeson, which is hosting the Solheim next year. And you've got three or four other great golf courses in that area that would be sort of at that top level and courses that people will have heard of. Uh, San Roque and uh, Soto Grande and La Reserva. But then beyond that, you know, there's another, I don't know, 100 golf courses in that area that are very good and, uh, and worthwhile playing. So you've got a great variety of golf, um, you know, great weather and, uh, and great food. So what more could you ask for? So how are you guys, like, what's the, how do you get there? Where are you flying? Where are you flying? Well, that's, that has always been one of the, the challenging parts uh, to fly from Toronto or from Canada. There is a flight from Montreal that goes direct to Malaga, uh, which is only 45 minutes away from Marbella, where, where most people stay. Um, from Toronto, you do have to connect. So uh, lots, of, lots of places to connect, whether it's, uh, you know, one of the European ports or, um, uh, or Montreal. But uh, it is a little bit tougher to get to than, say, you know, Lisbon. You can fly direct to Lisbon or Dublin. Um, but uh, but once you're there, it's a, it's a great place to be. All right, well, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back on the other side. We're going to uh, get an update on what's happening in this bay with these bombs. I'm hearing bombs over here to my left, uh, just a ball thumping. There's a lot of ball thumping. Uh, you've got some special trips coming up, don't you, uh, TJ? Uh, uh, is that curling? Is that curling? All right, so I wanna, we'll get on. Bob is certainly going to want to know about the curling uh, thing. We chat about that on the other side. So you're going to stay with us till the bottom of the hour? I'm going to try to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying before, I'm just going to switch it to feet, then I got a chance. Switch it, I said you, I played enough golf with you to know that if we just dial up the settings to firm summer Scotland, you've got a chance. Just get that screamer about 15 feet off the ground, watch that thing roll, we got a chance. So we're going to do that on the other side. We're at the Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke, swinggolflounge.ca. Come on out, we're giving away some hats, some MG3 wedges. Come on out, we're in Etobicoke. On the other side, more Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. 
This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay, and play. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke. SwingGolfLounge.ca. We are live on location. The gang is all here, and they are lining up to take down Adam Scully right now. They are lining up. They are, they are five deep to take down Adam Scully. And what I'm thinking, Adam, is uh, we're just, I'm just going to change the rules as we go and combine everyone's yardage against yours to take you down is what I'm going to do. Uh, Adam Scully, 340. Uh, he tore his shirt, Bob. Uh, <laughs> All right, we got TJ Rule from Golf Away Tours with us sitting in, talking about travel openings, some great spots around the world to go play golf this winter. Uh, and in between your trips, you come out to the Swing Golf Lounge and hit balls. It's like a perfect combo. Before we get back to TJ, Bob, you asked me something in the break. This might be the coolest golf trivia question that you can almost only answer uh, or excuse me, only ask this. Go ahead. What happened exactly one year ago today? I had no clue. I said no clue what. Go, go ahead. Give Dustin Johnson slipped on the green jacket. The Masters finished a year ago today. The only pumpkin spice Masters. Hopefully the one and only <laughs> yes, ever pumpkin spice Masters in history. Uh, great that we had a Masters. I still can't get over watching. My image, this year's Masters at Augusta with Hideki. And, and the bowing on the 18th green is, is an image that is burnt into my brain that will always be a part of 2021. It's very similar, although with November Masters, my memory is the shot of uh, James, James Duffy and Puffy standing behind the oh, green, getting no onto there. the broadcast. There was nobody else there. I was going to say, for me, one of the images that will never leave my brain that I can't get rid of, I think it was Saturday, Cameron Smith on 15th hits a smoking hook hybrid into 15 that dug in like a sand wedge and, and stayed about eight feet from the hole to that, that lower left hole location. And I'm like, you've there will, like, I don't care in April how much it rains in April. It's impossible with the, with the soil conditions and the, and the grass coming in the grass. You, that, is, that, that ball's off the back and scooting. And that image will never leave my brain. I'm like, yeah, we glad we're having a master's. This ain't the Masters. So. All right. Uh, we were talking in uh, break, TJ. Uh, you know, Bob and I were chatting. Lord Rubenstein just got awarded a, a lifetime honorary member of Royal Dornock. He lived there for, what, a summer when he wrote that book, Bob? And a uh, beautiful book if, you've, uh, if you love golf and you love uh, Lord Rubenstein's writing and who doesn't, you'll, uh, you'll enjoy that book. I've read it four or five times. You know, there are some obvious places in, in the game of golf that, that have a soul. Like, I think there's almost like a spirit to where you are. There's footsteps. When you make the turn at the back nine at, um, at St. Andrews, and you start heading back towards the town, and as you're walking towards back in that back nine, the town gets bigger. And, is, and eventually you get to that, you know, the, the bridges, the 18th holes. To me, that obviously there's a soul to that. Pebble Beach, there's a soul to that. Uh, but one of them is Royal Dornock. There, there, there is a soul to that town and that place, and it's a, a magnificent place. And you've got a trip going there, Teach. Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's a special spot, isn't it? And uh, the golf course has a lot of history, obviously. Um, 
and uh, you know one of my favorite places to go in the town is just it's golf right it's, you go there and, and it's not just Royal Dornick although obviously that's the main attraction but there's some other great golf around the area but um, that town is just a pretty awesome place to just walk around and go into all the little shops and, and we do have a great trip going and um, as you mentioned before, you mentioned Lauren's name, and uh, most a lot of people, a lot of our clients who've gone over there have read his book, and um, it's it's just a great read. And, and so what we're going to do is, is bring Lauren along with us. I talked to Lauren uh, last year and said, uh, you know, would you be interested in doing any trips? And uh, we're, we've got one actually going uh, with him, a contest that we're running to, to Ireland uh, uh, in next, uh, next October, and people can still uh, go on our website and sign up for that and try to win a trip with him to, to Northern Ireland, or Northwest Ireland. But um, uh, following that, I asked him, do you want to do a trip to Dornick? Because I think it's just a perfect fit. And what better way or what better person to go to Dornick with than, than the person who wrote the book on the place, right? And, uh, and literally walk around town uh, with Lauren and go into some of the shops and see where he lived for the summer and the, and the bookshop that he, that he lived above and uh, go into for some whiskey tastings and some meals and play Royal Dornick three times and, and play uh, some of the other courses in the area, Brora and, and Golsby and, and Tane and some of the other great golf, links golf courses in the area. So it's going to be an awesome trip. It's in April. We still have some spots available if people want to uh, Golfwaytours.com. Golfwaytours.com. Go online there. It's on the front page. Uh, there's some information about the trip, so just uh, get in touch with us. I was there, Bob, in July, and it's so far north, right? And it was the hottest July on record ever in Scotland. We were 36 degrees Celsius. We were in shorts. Unbelievable. It was, you remember, well, you set it up as always for us. Do you remember the pictures I'm sending you? Yeah. You, you were with me on that trip. <laughs> yeah, right? you were, yeah. Do you remember the six iron tournament at like midnight? Yeah, of course I do. How good yeah, is that? You take, you take one one golf ball out, and if you lose it, you're out. You're out, right? And uh, yeah, we went uh, to Santa Royal Golf Hotel there. And, uh, yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah, we're, 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 at, we're at that night. Before okay, before we wrap, because we're running out of time, as always, GolfwayTours.com, GolfwayTours.com, our travel partner exclusively here on Golf Talk Canada. Anytime I go anywhere, it, I just go, TJ, what, what am I supposed to do, and how do I do this? And it always works out great. Um, you're a partner here at Swing Golf Lounge. And uh, tell us about the relationship. You're not here just to, you know, just to come and say hello, like a lot of these people are. You're here as a partner. So tell us a little bit about the relationship. Uh, you know, Keith's been been a client as well. He's gone on trips uh, through us uh, in the past, but uh, contacted us uh, when they opened this place and, and asked me to come by and take a look and, uh, and, and start doing some marketing together. And, and I just fell in love with this place. It's the best indoor golf place that I've been to. And I've been to a number of them in the, in the Toronto area. Uh, this place has just such a good feel to it. They have obviously the, the best equipment in here, and uh, with the trackmans and uh, you know great bar area like you guys were talking about before, and being able to sit and, and, and watch golf or, uh, or watch the game. Um, and and I just love what Keith and Christine do. You know they do so much for the community. Uh, they do so much for well today it's for the Daily Bread Food Bank, um, and and they're always thinking of of how to uh, how to help other people, right? How, how to help other companies. So I, I love supporting them. Um, you know, we're, we like to, to promote uh, to promote this space and, and get people out here. So for those who haven't uh, who haven't been here yet, you owe it to yourself to get here. Obviously, the golf season in Ontario is winding down or has wound down, and so this is the place to be for the next uh, five or six months. Awesome. All right, teach you have a great trip. A great Spain. trip in uh, Spain. Bob and I, uh, Bob and I can't wait to see what you and Adam uh, get up to over there. Some of the content produced, and I, I can't wait to see it. So have a great trip, and we'll connect when you're uh, when you're back. Absolutely. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. TJ Rule, Golfway Tours, GolfwayTours.com. We're at the Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke. Uh, Adam Scully going to come on next, uh, give us an update on uh, what the bomb session's doing over here in the Bay, and we're going to do winners, weird, and what on the other side. This is Golf Talk Canada.
This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay, and play. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cadillac. Springtime is a lot like a Cadillac, spirited, vibrant, and you definitely know when it arrives. Put a little spring in your drive with the Cadillac XT4, XT5, or XT6. Visit Cadillac.ca. Your Cadillac is waiting. Cadillac, never stop arriving. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. We're at the Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke. Still a good 30 minutes to go. Come on out, see uh, Come on out. Bring uh, three non-perishable food items regardless throughout the winter. Support the Daily Food, uh, Daily Bread Food Bank. Also, there's some hats, ball markers, many ways you can get involved. Support a great cause and have a great time out here. This place is awesome. Before we get to winners, we're going to what, Bob? I think we need to get an update because you and I are sitting on these lovely couches, <laughs> just having a very relaxing Monday morning, uh, talking to some wonderful people. But in earshot of where we're sitting, I'm hearing, like, you're hearing the angry thumps over there. Are you hearing I this, I feel Bob? sorry for the, the guy who's, whose office is on the other side of this wall here. <laughs> I don't think he's getting much work done this morning. They are pounding the ball in there. Well, that one right there is almost 316 yards. We've got some bombers in the house uh, here today. we got some bombers. Okay, Scully, give us an update on what we've seen so far this morning here. We've seen a lot of huffing and puffing. We've seen sweating. We've seen beads of sweat everywhere. But Jordan... Has the long drive so far at 321. Oof. 321. Wow, very nice. And, and uh, so Jordan was the closest, 19 yards behind. Still about half hour left to try to catch 340. But likely still walking out with an MG3 wedge. It is walking All out right. with an MG3 wedge. Still walking wedge. out with an MG3 yes. wedge and a nice lid from our friends at Taylor. Absolutely, absolutely. How are you feeling physically? You know what? I'm feeling. I'm feeling great. Had a good warm-up session. It's all as I'll get into in my three dub here a little bit. Hitting bombs, all about warming up. You got to get that back nice yeah. and loose. So I might be a little sore tomorrow, but that's okay. Well, I, I'm sore watching you, and yeah. Bob's sore hearing you. <laughs> yes, so yeah. normally Bob's sore hearing me in his uh, right ear, yes. but this, this yes. is finally someone else took the took the heat off me today. So, all right, let's do it. It is three dub. It is weirder, winners weirder what the good, the bad, the ugly, and this week Bob the T is yours so so what do i do just aim for the pond no you're not supposed to hit it into the water but you hit it into the water i know i hit it into the water well why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there because it's fun we're having fun look it went further than your ball all right guys my uh, you know at the champions tour this year welcomed a very distinguished class of players who came in, in the last year or so ernie Els, jim furick uh, Mike Weir, uh, K.J. Choi, they said one of the best classes that they've had in terms of pure raw talent. And yet yesterday everything racked up. The Charles Schwab Cup, which is their tour championship, was handed out, and guess who won? I mean, Phil Mickelson won the tournament, but there he is at 64 years old. For the sixth time, Bernard Longer wins the Charles Schwab Cup. Bob, he had back spasms on Thursday and almost had to withdraw. And he said I, he wanted to play more golf this year because it was his goal at the start of the year to give himself more opportunity because he wanted to win the Charles Schwab Cup. This is unbelievable. It's, it's incredible. It and I'll tell you, like Mike Weir is probably the most uh, diligent, um, focused guy I've ever seen working hard on this golf game. 
he's nothing compared to Bernard Longer in terms of his body, his diet, his game, every part of it. And actually, Phil Mickelson uh, just cheered him and praised him when he was winning the, the final event of the season. So that's my winner. Uh, my weird this week is uh, the LPGA this week at the Pelican Championship had on one of the holes a chance for an LPGA Tour Pro, if you make a hole in one, to win a two-year lease on a Lamborghini. And, of course, it happened. Someone won a Lamborghini. But, but, but the, the rules stated that it wasn't just for one person. So anybody. so anybody who could win it. So by the end of the week, they had given away three two-year leases on a Lamborghini, Austin Ernst, Pavarisa, Yoketown, and uh, the last one was by Suho Golf, Su Susan O. So three of them, Lamborghinis, a Lambo for a two-year. You know what this reminds me of? This is Michael Wan doing his, uh, well, no, who's the new commissioner now, Bob, LPGA Tour? Oh, yeah. Uh, was Michael Watts. You know what it's like? It's like Oprah. You get a Lamborghini. You get a Lamborghini. You get, that's what it felt like out there. Everybody get a Lamborghini. And my what is, uh, what a year for Brooke Anderson. We heard from her earlier on. Uh, she finished with a tie for fifth at the, uh, at the Pelican Championship. She still has one more event going on. But she, the tie for fifth represented her 61st top 10 finish in her brief LPGA Tour career. She is now in her career averaged about 35% top 10 finishes whenever she tees it up. If that was any other player in Canada, we would be shouting it from the top of the rooftops. What a remarkable performance, again, by Brooke Henderson. Bob, it's wild, you know, just how consistent she is. And, you know, all, all summer we were, you know, she, she got the win early on, but, you know, is, is something wrong with Brooke Henderson sort of thing? But she comes back, she takes a month off, gets another top 10, another big event this week. It's been a great year for Brooke Henderson right. once again. Well, that's my what, that's my winner, that's my weird. And now, uh, Adam, the tea is yours. Yeah, well, I, I had the coffee. I got to activate the calves, and I got to step on one here. <laughs> Come on, baby. That's what I'm going to do today. Hit bombs and attack the pin. It's appropriate, actually, that Mickelson hitting bombs. I had two coffees, actually, today. So <laughs> maybe, maybe that's part of uh, the bombing today. Uh, my winner today is more of a, on a local scale. You might not know the name Olivia Wilkie, but you will. Uh, Olivia Wilkie just got a scholarship to the University of Richmond. Uh, the Wilkie family are very dear friends of ours. They were at Baby Country Club in Toronto. They moved to South Carolina two years ago in the pandemic in hopes of getting a scholarship just like this. And look what happens. She does. Her younger sister, Bridget, as well. She's going to be uh, on the way that way as well. So congratulations to awesome. Sean and Catherine, the parents. This is a good story. The future is bright. Uh, I, I, I hit bombs. They don't miss fairway. So. And yeah. that's a big family commitment in the middle of a pandemic. Say, hey, we're going to go do this, right? That's all in. It was a big signing week. This is the week when all the players can yes. sign for their for their scholarships, and there was a ton of young Canadian talent out there going south. Absolutely. Okay, my weird this week, another Canadian, Stuart McDonald, playing on the West Florida Golf Tour two-day tournament. So he shoots a 73 on day one, maybe not his best stuff, hoping to go low on day two. He's got it going pretty well, he thinks, but he's not sure what he, exactly he's shooting. So he gets to the 18th hole as about a 25-footer, just slides by. Oh, too bad. Signs a scorecard, 60. 
The putt on 18 was for 59, oh, and he didn't realize it. How does this oh happen? <laughs> That's the way you're supposed to be playing this game, though, right? One <laughs> shot at a time, add him up at the end. You know, the what you just did doesn't affect what's coming up. So that is that is amazing to be doing that and be so much focused that you have no idea you're about to shoot 59. I, I, I start counting like on about the third hole. If I have twos all the way in, I could shoot yeah. 59. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, a course record as well. So uh, good for Stuart McDonald, but a wild story uh, for sure. And I teased this earlier, my what this week. What's next for Bryson DeChambeau? So we know Bryson's very active on social media with his YouTube channel, which I'd recommend watching. It's very well produced. It's, but, and he's trying some new gear. And he's got this new driver in the bag. They couldn't actually show it because it's not released to the public yet. But he's, he's hitting 210 ball speed. Like I, I hit 185 there, I think. But I'm, you know, 30 miles an hour slower. Like, what are we going to see? 360 carries at the Masters? What are we actually going to see this time around from Bryson DeChambeau? And I'm assuming he's doing this with a shaft of 46 or less, right? Because he can't play he over 46, right? So he's not going to be demoing shaft lengths above 46, or it makes no sense. So they're finding ball speeds different ways. And actually, we're going to get into this in, the, in our last segment because our Carlsbad trip's back on. And I, wanna, I had a little conversation with Nick the other day from our friends at TaylorMade. I, I don't know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say, so Ooh. i got to be careful here, but there's stuff we'll get into uh, later on in the, before we Well, and, and something uh, before I throw to you, Mark, uh, Bryson's been working a lot more with Kyle Berkshire. Uh, he, he's in these videos too, so look out. I'm really curious what 2022 holds for Bryson DeChambeau. Okay, Mark, the tee is now yours. Answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! All right, I'm going all Phil Mickelson today, guys. It's a Phil Mickelson Winner's Weird and What edition. I'm going to pick up where Bob left off about Phil uh, grabbing the W this week at the Charles Schwab Cup. Of course, it was the final event of the year. Bernard Longer wins a season-long points race and is crowned Charles Schwab Cup champion. But Phil Mickelson joins Jack Nicklaus as the only player in Champions Tour history to win four times in their first six starts. Is that good? Uh, <laughs> apparently, that's good. Apparently, the ATM machine continues. And this is one of my favorite stats of the year. We just talked about you know what happened a year ago today. Dustin Johnson putting on a green jacket in, in a November Masters. One of my favorite numbers that we've had this year is when uh, uh, when the Senior PGA Championship was handed out to Thomas, no, who, who, uh, Alex Checa, excuse me. When Alex Checa won the Senior PGA Championship earlier this year, for the first time in history, we could say that the PGA Champion was older than the senior PGA champion. So that's what kind of year Phil has had. He continues to amaze. Well done, Phil Mickelson. Okay, my weird this week, and it's a good weird. It's a funny weird. We're back to Phil. This is from three days ago. And, you, you, Adam, you love Phil's social media game. Here it is. This is his tweet in the middle of the night. It's well past midnight here in Arizona, and I can't sleep because all I can think about is hitting bombs tomorrow. This is what he's tweeting out in the middle of the night when he's trying to win for the fourth time of the championship. I'm like, just like, you can picture him lying there at 2.30 in the morning, can't sleep, and he decides I'm rolling over, grabbing my phone and tweeting. He always talks about he drinks coffee all day. That's just something <laughs> yeah, he does. No wonder he can't sleep. The thing that's ironic, too, is he's you know ramped up hitting these bombs, but he's winning these tournaments hitting fairways, hitting greens. He's got the longer putter, too. It's a very bizarre thing Phil's doing, but hey, it's working. So what happens, guys, with Phil next year? Because he's been long. He's been 47, 47 half inches, 48 inches. What happens? Does, does his ability to stay relevant 
on the regular tour. Is it affected at all, Bob, by being forced to play 46 inches old? Yes, but shockingly, he will lead the tour in fairways and regulation. Giving up the distance. What about Brooke? Yeah, that, that's the line that hasn't been uh, dealt with yet in terms of how that works, because she has a 48-inch driver, but she played like about 45 with a gripping down. So I'm not sure what the rule is going to be. In I think Brooke, we might see something more counterbalanced with Brooke, maybe something plugged in the top to give her the sensation that she's got some something hanging off the back like she's used to. It's going to be interesting to see where she plays around with this. Okay, my what this week, I'm going to pick up again with Bob. It's like Bob and I spoke in advance, but we don't. We intentionally do not speak in advance about this. But Bob and I were on the same wavelength this week because he talked about Phil Mickelson praising Bernard Longer and the work ethic. And this goes back to the 80s. You know, Gary Player gets a lot of praise for being the guy who was squatting on international flights, right? And the workout guy. But Bernard Longer was one of those first guys in the late 70s, early 80s, in the gym, making fitness and diet a part of his regular routine. And here he is at 64, and it's still paying off. And it's the hard work, to your point, Bob, and the praise. And, and this week, Phil Mickelson, as always, was spending extra time signing autographs at, at the season finale. And a young golfer, a junior golfer, walked up to Phil Mickelson looking for advice because uh, he has, I guess, aspirations of college golf, university golf, maybe professional golf, looking for advice from Phil Mickelson. And Phil Mickelson's advice to this young player was this. The world is full of people with skill and talent. It's the ones that work the hardest that separate themselves. Don't get outworked. And I started thinking about that. It's too late, Mark. It's too late for me, Bob. Too late for me. However, did anyone outwork Tiger Woods when he was the number one player in the world? Did anyone outwork Vijay Singh when he was the number one player in the world? Has anyone been more into fitness and, and, and discipline than Bernard Longer? Look at what Tom Brady is doing with diet and focused energy and doing into his 40s. Although Tom didn't have the Sunday he was looking for. And it, you know what? It is. It is, Bob. The pe- You know what? The world is full of very talented people. But if you're not willing to put in the sweat and the effort, it can go sideways. And I think Phil Mickelson... Uh, you know, the first 10 years of Phil and Tiger, I think Phil was like, oh, Tiger again, you know. But it was because of Tiger. I think Phil straightened out his act and became that hard worker and is now one of the greatest players of all time. Well, I think Tiger's influenced so many people, right? I mean, Mike Weir was an early adopter, too, and he's, he said when he would go into the gym on the trailers that they would have on tour, there would be, like, two or three guys. He said, now you have to book an appointment, and there's, you know, two trailers. Certainly, uh, that's caught on, but I don't know if anybody's ever done it the way Tiger did it. Not, not in that full diet uh, regimen, at least in his, his era. Well, uh, if you look at generation to generation, the, the thing, especially since the 80s, the thing that pops out is the one that works the hardest tends to be the guy standing on the top of the food chain. Okay, on the other side, we're going to wrap up today's show from the Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke. We're going to get you caught up in all things Golf Talk Canada. Including we are having an, our Ireland travel special in the next... Is that here this week, Adam? Or is that... We don't even... I don't even know when that's going there. We'll have to find that out. We're going in to shoot it tomorrow. I know that. But we've got some stuff coming up in December. We've got Year in Review special. We've got Festivus, which is radio live to TV as well. Simulcast on TSN2. Lots still coming from Golf Talk Canada. And season 13? I think it's 13. 12. 12. 12? Are we sure? 
I don't know. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's 12. Is it 12? I'm pretty sure it's 12. All right. I'm, I'm, see, see what happens when you get older? I don't, you know. <laughs> People ask me how old I am. I don't even know the answer. Anymore. Okay. Season 12 is February 5th, I believe. We'll, we'll check that up uh, in the break, but we'll uh, get a little bit more coming to you before we put a bow on our uh, show today from the Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Cadillac. Springtime is a lot like a Cadillac, spirited, vibrant, and you definitely know when it arrives. Put a little spring in your drive with the Cadillac XT4, XT5, or XT6. Visit Cadillac.ca. Your Cadillac is waiting. Cadillac, never stop arriving. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new ZG21. Lightweight with zero compromise. Welcome back to Golf, Can uh, Golf Talk Canada. We are at the Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke, Zakino Week, Scully. What a great day. Thank you uh, to Keith Jolly and the entire team here, the people of the Daily uh, Bread Food Bank. What a great cause. Everybody who came out today. Uh, to support the cause, our, our good friends and sponsors at Pickton Mahoney Asset Management, TaylorMade, uh, Golfway Tours, GTA Am Tours here as well. Uh, just a great group. Nice to see faces again, Bob. I got to say how stunned I was to walk in here Monday at 10 a.m. and see this place just rocking. It's rocking and rolling. So nice to see things coming back, and it's just it's just awesome. Uh, Golf Talk Canada Radio, as you know, never leaves the airways. We're not going anywhere. Uh, 10 to 12, noon Eastern, TSN 1050, iHeartRadio, tsn.ca. We'll be with you throughout the season, but our new season, season 12, we have confirmed, kicks off Saturday, February the 5th. Uh, which is our brand new season, uh, Saturday, February the 5th. And we should announce as well that our new TV season is going to start earlier in 2022. With the FedEx Cup moving up in August, we're going to move up our uh, TV season to accommodate the FedEx Cup as well. We'll get going at the end of February on TV as opposed to early March like we normally do. Uh, and that'll be coming up uh, next year for our brand new TV season as well. And we just found out our friends at TaylorMade are bringing us to Carlsbad to see the new gear. We're going to be leaving the first week of December, the three of us, down to the kingdom. The kingdom is being refurbished. We're going to get out. We're going to see the new product. I can't say much, but what I can say, which caught me off guard, because the two most revolutionary things for me in my game in the last decade was, actually, there's three things. Five-piece golf ball. The five-piece golf ball is a very straight golf ball. For someone who fought the hook, five five uh, five piece golf ball was like a big win for me especially in the wind twist space my high hook went from like you know a 20 yard miss to like a nine yard miss my high hook so ob to right rough instead for a lefty that was huge and i've not gotten longer over the years i've gotten shorter by the rest of the world was getting longer i was getting shorter but the sim technology with the with the fin at the back i actually picked up two miles an hour uh swing speed for the first time in like over 10 years I have been told on good authority, this might be the most revolutionary thing we will see in the last 15 years. That's what, that's what I'm being told. The most revolutionary thing since the last revolutionary thing. Yeah, no, this, okay. is, this is not a paint job. This is not a cosmetic change. This is, there will be some things that I believe look familiar to us that we can see the lineage of okay, the last. I'm looking forward to but this. But this 
is going to be revolutionary. We will leave it at that. Okay, Adam, we're going in the studio tomorrow to put a put a nice little polish on our Ireland travel special. Ireland accepting mixed vaccines uh, vaccines now, welcoming Canadian golfers. Book your Ireland uh, trip right now through Golfway Tours. When is that uh, special airing? TSN 4, our usual time slot for the first airing of that, then Thursday, 3 p.m. TSN 2. And if you missed those first two airings, set your PVR Friday, 1.30, TSN 4. And I am off to Southwest Ireland next year, the Southwest Loop. We, uh, years ago, three years ago, pre-pandemic, I did the Northern Loop. Uh, my two favorite loops in the world are Southwest and then the Northern Scotland Loop. I think Southwest Ireland, Old Head, Bally Bunyan, Trey Lee, it's just special. You stay in Killarney. It's just such a wonderful town. The people in Ireland are amazing. I can't wait to get back. And we're going to talk about Ireland Golf uh, on this week's travel. So Bob, what do you have coming up this week? Uh, this week, I'm going to switch hats and do a little bit of curling prep. We got the big uh, Canadian curling trials, which will determine who represents Canada at the Olympic Games, which are like three months away. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot that's going to start on Saturday in Saskatoon, of course, all com and complete coverage of it on TSN. Awesome, awesome. I'm going to put on my PG Tour radio hat for the last time this year. Going to be working from the studio for the RSM Classic, the last official event of the year. And then look forward to hitting the ground. Back to my normal role on the ground in January. I hope I remember how to do it. I guarantee you, Bob, when I'm in Hawaii calling golf first time on the ground in over a year, I'm going to back off uh, the first six groups I call on Thursday and be like, can you be quiet over there? Because I've been used to being in the studio, not worrying about whispering. Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, thank you to everybody here at the Swing Golf Lounge in Etobicoke. Uh, Daily Bread Food, TaylorMade, Picton Mahoney. Uh, golf away tours come out have some fun support a good cause they're gonna be out here throughout the window uh, winter excuse me stay sharp have fun and enjoy uh, the finest indoor golf facility maybe in the country and certainly in toronto easy to get to as bob said it's close off the qew west end many ways to get here thank you to everybody and thank you so much for listening remember first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet this segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new ZG21. Lightweight with zero compromise. Thank you for listening to GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television, weekly on the TSN Television Network.